Hello and welcome to the Journeys to Wellness podcast. My name is Luke. I'm a holistic nutritionist and I'm with my mum, Jane, who is a psychologist. In this episode, we just wanted to talk about anxiety and talk about some simple strategies and tools that you can use in moments of anxiety to help you manage and deal with whatever emotions you might be feeling and help you to just become a bit more confident as you move through life because it can be very intense sometimes if you're feeling very anxious and I know in my own life just having simple tools and understanding how they work it really just makes such a difference and you know oh, if, if something does come up like I can handle it I'll be okay I'm not gonna freak out I'm not gonna do something crazy or something that I might regret or like that might still happen sometimes but yeah it's very very helpful to have some tools and this we're talking about this whole holistic picture of wellness so alongside our nutrition and alongside our relationships and alongside our exercise and all of these other things that we can do to support our mental health and our like anxiety or whatever just having some strategies that you can use in the moment or in any moment is incredibly beneficial so jane maybe we could start it like that like if i was coming to you and i'm just saying hey i'm feeling anxious and i think that would represent a little like it seems like so many people that i talk to feel anxiety and i do as well sometimes for me i feel like i manage it quite well now but it's so common and it seems it's only becoming more common and yeah i know you have some great tools and insights about that so yeah if i was coming to you and i'm saying i'm feeling anxious just throughout the day throughout my life yeah yeah absolutely luke if you were coming to me with anxiety the first thing i would say is to really validate you and to say you're not alone a lot of people anxiety is becoming more prevalent we live in anxious times and we've got this pandemic that's not going anywhere for the moment and I have I was just talking to someone this morning and they haven't had COVID yet and they said they keep getting sore throats and doing a test and they haven't got COVID and that their family laughs at them because ha ha um, but they're, they're being responsible they're, they're checking um, but it can it can weigh us down and a lot of people we've, we're seeing as well other people in our maybe circle of friends uh, work related who've lost income some have lost jobs some have had to move on and then life just keeps happening so other things there's other difficult things that can play into this as well so one of the first things I would say is it's really understandable to be anxious and that it's really really useful when you're feeling anxious to have the simple phrase what can I control and what can't I control in this moment so if if you think about 
so I'll get the person to, to drill down a bit and tell me what are they anxious about. So if you think of a scenario, what might, um, well, I'm just thinking of one client and I know they've given me permission to talk about their issue in the podcast, so that's cool. And they are starting a new job. So their anxiety has been around waking up every morning with just butterflies in their stomach. Just every morning, butterflies in their stomach. And they know that it's probably related to the fact that they're starting a new job and they're nervous. Are they going to perform well? It's a step up from something that they've done previously. Will the people like them? And so we've we've looked at what can I control, what can't I control. And some, that was really profound for this client because they were able to say, well, what I can control is I've got the qualifications that make me good enough to do this job. I can control when I wake up in the morning, I can notice the anxiety. And I've taught this person about to notice where they're feeling it in their body. Yeah. So to get out of their head and get out of that feedback loop of worry, 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 thought, worry, thought, worry, thought, and to get into their body and to go, and and the client has said it's in their stomach. They can just feel the butterflies churning and then their head um, clicks in with all these negative thoughts. So noticing going into their stomach Noticing where they're feeling it, breathing into that area, just breathing deeply into that area. And the strategy I gave them was the stop strategy, which was really helpful for them because they were able to, it's a simple word to remember, stop. So the S of stop is stop, freeze, don't move a muscle. T. Take a breath. Take another breath. Take another breath. And for this particular client, I said, how many breaths would would be helpful for you? Big, long, deep breaths. And they love this sort of thing. So they said, oh, maybe I could do about 10 deep breaths. Yeah. So they've tried that. And they said, when they do the 10 deep breaths, it just calms them down and it gets them out of their head and it's been really helpful and the science of it is that it, when we're when we're panicking when we're anxious our brain is partially offline it's not online in our calm sensible relaxed prefrontal cortex it's it's in our amygdala our emotion mind and it's running through all these scary scenarios. So just the, the, the very sense of stopping and breathing is getting the brain back online into the prefrontal cortex. We're activating our lovely vagus nerve system that is calming everything down. And then that allows us to to go to the O of stop, which is observe. So I can observe what's going on inside me. 
and this client said, yeah, I, I was observing that my stomach was churning. And because they'd taken the 10 deep breaths, they were able to be curious about what they were observing. Stomach churning. It was for them right down inside their stomach, not, not near the surface. So yeah. getting really curious about where <coughs> it was. And then breathing into that area. So breathing right down into that area, imagining that you're breathing in and around the area that's holding the anxiety, holding the tension, and they were able to breathe right around it, imagining that this beautiful healing breath was just swirling gently all around that stomach area. And... You can almost imagine that you're letting crystal clear water just sort of gently go down the sides if it feels comfortable. And they said that they were able to get into a state of really deep calm with that. And then the P of stop is whatever you want it to be. It is proceed mindfully, proceed with awareness, proceed safely. And the issue for them was they said, yeah, that worked. That worked really nicely in the moment. But then the next morning they woke up and they had the anxiety, the butterflies. And it was just really bad and they panicked and they just said, this isn't working. And this is why they've given me permission to talk about it today because we talked about how just doing something once is is not going to really wire it in. It's not going to become a habit. And for them, their habit was this horrible feedback loop of feel the anxiety in my stomach and just go down the rabbit hole of all my negative thoughts. I'm not going to cope. The people won't like me. I'll probably do a really bad job. Gosh, I'll probably crash my car on the way there. They, they they said their mind was just creating all these horrific scenarios. Yeah. And so we talked about how practicing this stuff is really, really important. And so they've they've been practicing it more regularly and also setting an intention to do some meditation. But some people don't like meditation. Some people prefer just exercise or yoga. But I've asked this person when they do the exercise, yoga, meditation to set the intention to wire in calmness, to, to just to notice how they feel before the meditation, the exercise, the yoga. Notice how they feel afterwards. And then afterwards, even try the stop strategy after when they're really, really calm. And when we're really, really calm, our minds just tend to be more receptive to these exercises. So they've been doing this now for quite a few weeks. And the anxiety is is still there because it... it it's not always going to go away, but they are managing it now. Yeah. So they're <clears throat> much more aware 
of what's going on. They know what their brain's doing, whether they're in their prefrontal cortex, their sensible part of their brain or their anxiety, their emotion part of their brain. And it's just getting a little bit easier. But they've realized they need to keep doing this work and they need to keep exercising as well. And exercise as well is just so incredibly important. And there's a new piece of research that's just come out. And in fact, you sent me the piece of research. Thank you, Luke. And just reinforcing the importance of moving our bodies. Yeah and how noticing before I move my body and after how I'm feeling and might not always be feeling better but just doing it regularly and all these things are just going to make make everything just a bit better yeah I think it's such a good point as well like we probably might be recognizing we feel anxious and it's not necessarily a nice feeling and just understanding where that's coming from it's coming from our like nervous system our brain being in what you call like sympathetic activation which is like also known as fight or flight and it's like starting a new job or starting a new thing going out into the world whatever it is that you're doing if you think about how humans have evolved, we've evolved and we're great at figuring out what problems and threats are and overcoming them. And that's what our brain is doing when we're feeling anxious. It's thinking about all the possible things that could go wrong. And so we can be better prepared for outcomes, which was obviously great as humans were evolving because if you saw a tiger, you'd think, or you might not even think you'd either run, you'd fight or you'd fly, flight, whatever. Flee. Flee, (laughs) yeah. But now, yeah, now modern day, it's a more abstract thing, like starting a new job, what could happen, our society is very complex and there's so many layers and our relationships and it can just be a loop that continues going. So like having these tools to kind of break that loop it's like wow yeah i am feeling anxious cool validating that it's normal everyone feels it to some extent and just taking some time like all of these tools that are scientifically proven to help taking some deep breaths like exercising moving your body like Jane just mentioned there's this new big it's called a meta-analysis which looks at like heaps of different studies on and this was on exercise and mental health and they found (coughs) excuse me I've just had COVID so I've got still a bit of a cough talking about COVID Um, they found that it has a very significant positive effect on mood so that's a great tool to have and I mean, thinking about how humans have evolved as well, we're probably were moving quite a lot. And if you look at like cultures and the called like the blue zones or areas where people live long, one aspect of there's a lot of reasons why that is, but one aspect is like having movement, like walking each day, 
like if you're working you can take your laptop and sit on the floor if you're working at home that's something I do and then you have to move around because it's uncomfortable and then take it back to your desk like switching things up thinking about how you can add some movement into your day can be really helpful yoga is a great one because it's combining this mindfulness and this breathing with movement so it's almost like you're getting everything in at once and I mean if you're looking for yoga, if you haven't tried it, Yoga with Adrian on YouTube. She's great. I really like her videos. I love her videos. I do them pretty much every day. Yeah. Well, there's also other great people on YouTube. If you don't like her style, there's heaps, like heaps of different ones. And yeah, I'd highly recommend finding some yoga practices that you resonate with because that's a great tool to have. Yeah, if you like meditation, doing some breathing, even like breath work or these like more breath oriented practices are really good for kind of resetting the nervous system. And, and food. Yeah, and the food that we're eating. So tell us some <clears throat> anti-anxiety foods, Luke. Yeah, well, we're working on a course on this at the moment, but like we talked about if you're feeling anxious, you're feeling the butterflies in the stomach often. And that is the gut-brain connection at play. And our gut is kind of like known as our second brain. We have like hundreds of millions of neurons in our gut. And our gut senses and processes information. And we talk about listening to our gut feeling. Often that can be related to anxiety. We're picking up something, some information in the environment that our gut is communicating to the brain through this nerve we mentioned earlier called the vagus nerve which is this big highway of information and the interesting thing about that connection is most of the information is going from the gut to the brain only about 10 percent is going from the brain to the gut so working with our gut is really important for our mental health for reducing anxiety and there are some things that you can try like in the short term there's a um, supplement called l-theanine which has been shown to be helpful for anxiety um, i recommend that one to clients as just like something you can take i learned about it from a psychiatrist in a course that i was doing and she <laughs> compared it to like a natural xanax like it's not it's not as powerful as Xanax, but it's not addictive and it's completely safe, it's natural, it comes from green tea. So you can, if you want something to support you nutritionally, having that as a supplement, about 200 milligrams of that, and you can take that up to four times a day um, if you're feeling anxious. And I've known a few people who I've worked with that have found that's really helpful. And then in the longer term, in terms of building up the health of our gut, obviously the food we eat has a big impact on that. We have our microbiome, which is a colony of trillions of bacteria, and they produce all of our kind of neurotransmitters and things that help us to feel happy, help to regulate our mood and our, and our nervous system, which we talked about. Like regulating the nervous system is really important with anxiety. And doing practices like yoga they've actually been shown to be beneficial for our gut things that help us to relax it helps improve that gut brain connection make it kind of 
stronger so we can better regulate ourselves and better kind of realize when we are feeling anxious, we can realize it more easily, more quickly, and we can use tools and strategies to support that. And then in terms of like foods we can eat, like foods that are high in fiber, which feed the beneficial bacteria in our gut, foods that are rich in polyphenols that reduce inflammation in the body, they're also great for the gut. Things like dark leafy greens, berries, dark chocolate's actually good. There's some research that came out recently. People that ate dark chocolate had improved mood and the researchers believe that's due to the polyphenols feeding these beneficial bacteria in their gut. Oh, that pleases me. <laughs> yeah, and we're not talking about, this is probably like as dark as you can take it, like 70% or more because the less dark it has more sugar and sugar is not good for anxiety that will likely increase your anxiety if you're having too much obviously it's okay to have some sugar <laughs> but if we're eating a lot of like these processed refined packaged foods that don't have fiber they have less kind of nutrient density and that can potentially trigger anxiety in some people things that are yeah, yeah. And it makes sense, Luke. If if we're eating takeaways, heavy, processed uh, foods, that our body is just our guts unhealthy. It, it's it's really trying so hard. The liver's busy yeah. trying to process these things. The liver, the kidneys. If we're not drinking enough water, and then it becomes harder to remember these tools and strategies because our brain is sluggish. Yeah. The whole body's sluggish. So there is really good reason, good rationale really to eat healthier when we can. And I know something that you've said to me, which I think is really, really cool. For some people, they go, yeah, but I don't want to give up this. I don't want to give up that. And, and just making one simple change to start yeah like even just going okay from now on i'm not going to have white rice i'm going to have brown rice yeah then you've got some fiber going on or for breakfast instead of having processed sweet cereal i'll have a uh, natural muesli yeah muesli is great that's a great swap to make like some oats some dried fruit some nuts some seeds it's a good balance of like protein fat and fiber that's going to help keep you feeling full for longer it's going to help to balance your blood sugar because that's another thing if you're eating these like refined sweet processed foods releases a lot of blood sugar and you can feel that high and then that crash and if people have been living like that for a while you might not notice it but if you try eating some more like whole grains instead of refined grains or some more fruits and vegetables, some more whole, essentially just whole plant foods. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, fruits and veggies, nuts, seeds, whole grains, beans, chickpeas, those sorts of things that have the fiber, they have the protein, they have the nutrition. That's going to help you to be, just feel more grounded and feel more balanced throughout the day. So that's a great tool. And I, you mentioned as well, hydration and for me, that's the first thing I say to like pretty much any client that I work with is just check your hydration because that's such an easy thing to do. Talking about one easy change. If you're not drinking enough water, that's linked to panic attacks. It's linked to anxiety. 
like most i think the statistic that i read was like 75 percent of americans are chronically dehydrated and it's i'm sure it's the same if not more in new zealand and australia and the uk and all western countries but and with water don't worry about what sort of water just whatever water you have and if you're in a developed country your water's probably good um you can get some water from fruits and vegetables that's great but just <clears throat> thinking about drinking enough water to keep your urine kind of light yellow or clear if it's getting a bit darker than that it's a good sign just to drink a bit more water and a great tool for that like bringing a water bottle through with you throughout the day you can fill it up at the start of the day we're getting into winter now if your water's too cold i like just heating some water in the kettle in the morning not to boiling but just so it's a bit warm it makes it nicer to drink you can add some lemon to it or some herbal teas are a great option there's some really nice kind of fruity ones that have some natural sweetener in them if you like something a bit sweeter and also like some veggie broth like that's another great option that's like high in minerals and vitamins um, you can get some powder that you just add to some hot water or just heat up some vegetable broth awesome so something that's easy to do soups smoothies those sorts of things that's a super easy way to increase your hydration and your nutrition and reduce your anxiety yeah <clears throat> yeah and yeah i that's think great. Those are some, that's some good yeah strategies and tips like a quite a holistic picture because obviously like our anxiety or whatever there's so many things in our body and our bodies are so deeply interconnected and all of these different aspects of ourselves uh, it's fascinating how they all interplay and so when we look at anxiety we're looking at these strat like psychological strategies stopping taking a breath um, exercising moving breathing that regulate our nervous system and then looking at what we're putting into our body getting enough water getting good nutrition having balanced meals that contain whole foods that are going to give us the nutrition and the support we need and help us to feel good and then focusing yeah like i mentioned there's that supplement l-theanine um berries dark leafy greens dark chocolate they're pretty good for the brain especially they're really good for promoting blood flow as well to the brain improving our cognitive performance as well as our mood so and then there's our course that we are developing <coughs> yeah to help with mood and food yeah uh to so for listeners to look look out for that because that's going to be up and running and available to purchase in the next month or so yeah so yeah that's going to be a great kind of comprehensive if you're interested in this sort of stuff that's a really comprehensive look into all like this holistic picture of mental health and all of the tools and strategies and tips and everything to support you basically and helping you to feel your best so thanks for listening to this episode i really hope you enjoyed it and maybe took away some things whether that's just validating your anxiety feeling like it's okay it's normal we all feel these things and then once we accept and acknowledge we can use these tools and strategies to help support ourselves and it might not necessarily go away straight away 
but as we practice, as we build these beneficial habits, it takes time, but they really do work. And I know it's transformed my life and there's a lot of research that's helped a lot of people. So yeah, really doing this work is so profound. So I wish you all the best with your own journey to wellness.